Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hey Journals. This week it is just myself, Black Mamba, and the lovely AP. Hello guys. How are you? I am good. Yeah? What's new? How was your day? The day was actually good. I don't know what fucking full moon was going on this last month, but I have got to say people were wiling out. People have been wiling out. I've had a... It's been a wild week. Um, Wild. It's We're just in Tuesday, so that's a wild thing for me to say, and we're just in Tuesday. Um... I had a, my pressure light for my tire came on, Same. which it didn't, and season. that's been, I swear everyone's got that going on, and of course because it gets the cold, season change, yeah. and it's a season change, but I just bought these tires, so I knew it could not be a pressure change, I haven't had them long enough for that to happen, so. Oh, I just bought mine too, did you and s- it happened. So, triple check and make sure you don't have a nail in it, so I took it back to the place where I went. Um, I will not say the place that I went, because I actually do really like them, this is not, when I when I talk about this, this has nothing to do with um, the place itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, I took my, my car in, and it was Sunday. They weren't open, so I was like, no problem. I'll just like cruise over after work on Monday, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. So I cruise in on Monday, and I walk in, and there's this really young girl, maybe like 19, 20, and she is in line first. And so I get behind her, no problem. It is popping in the tire store. Like, it's Monday, it's popping. They were closed on Sunday. I get it. We're waiting. It's been about 20, 25 minutes, maybe, at this point that we've been waiting in line. Mm -hmm. When I tell you that I heard the door open and a woman fly past me like she was the Queen of England, and just as she's walking in, the guy on the phone is the guy at the front. He's like, just about to hang up the phone to tell us to like the next person to come up. She just walks up. And he just starts helping her. And the 19-year-old girl turns around and looks at me, and she kind of, in a low voice, because that's what you do when you're 19, goes, did that just happen? And I, and I said, of course, loudly, not only did that just happen, but he allowed it to happen. Right. So I literally took my hand and pushed her, not like violently, but I was like, you know what? Why don't we move a little fucking up further so that people can see that there's an actual line and that we've been in it for 25 minutes. Right. And the girl, the young girl, of course, was like, oh, shit, it's about to pop off. Right. And the guy looks at me from behind the counter and I'm like, why are you looking at me? Do your job. Your job is to, you could have solved all of that problem. By just saying, by just sorry, saying, ma'am, there's a line. There's a line. You are so sweet. You may have to pick her up. Or just hand her oh, to me. She does not like when she's down there. Okay. You can't be with the boys. You want to be with the girls. She wants to be with the girls. Um, He could have solved that within two seconds, right? Excuse 100%. me, ma'am. I'll be right with you, but these people have been waiting in line. Let me just see what they need. Yeah. And then... Let me just let me figure I'll out what you need. No problem. That did not happen. So he, of course, now looks frightened because he can tell now because it's been a long day. All of us have had a long day, right? We've been at work all day. It's been a long day. So now he looks frightened of me. Just the sheer look on my face. It is. I am with my eyes killing him. With my eyes, daggers are just flying out of my eye and into his and neck. How aloof are you, though, as this woman who's coming up? I oh, can't. oh, we're going to get to it. So he goes, he's like, oh, I need some more help up here. I need some more help. And the lady turns around and she looks at us and she goes, well, I was here earlier. And he's just like, I just needed to tell him some things. And I said, oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't care what you needed. 
there was a line that was already in progress. I said, now what you could have done was, you could have looked at both of us and said, I just need to tell him something really quick about my car. Do you guys mind if I just run up here real quick and tell him? Totally not cutting in line. Just need to tell him something. Her and I would have been cool. That's not what you did, right? You weren't courteous and you didn't think about the other people in line. So now I got to be the dick. Now I'm the dick. She said to me, how dare you? And I said, how dare you? You're my senior and you should know better. (laughs) And the guy behind me put his arm on my back and he goes, you're my hero. I said, let's just all not pretend like we didn't watch Sesame Street. We all know what lines are. Right. That's how my week started. Yeah. That's how it started. So you can imagine yeah. it has been, and and I spent four hours at the tire place today and nothing other, nothing happened. My tire yeah. still has a hole in it. Um, it's been a very yeah. long two days. Yeah. But I did get to see you this morning. That was did lovely. Did you love that lavender latte? That was lovely. And it was decaf. Which it's decaf already, she told me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, I... I won't go into detail, but very similar experiences. Yeah. Very, very. People are on full tilt. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's like a a mixture of aloofness with um, being a a piece of shit. I think it's that. I think it's the cold weather. (laughs) I think it is. And people um, are getting ready to like kind of hunker down. There's a lot of settling happening in life. Right. So it's almost like a hunger games. Like you really got to make sure your house is stocked up. You got to have tires on. Yes. So it's like the end of days. Like they don't care who they have to push out of the way. Yes. Let me get my shit. A thousand percent. You know, and I can honestly say like, do I get occasionally, you know what I get? Um, Mm -hmm. I think we touched on it a little bit. I get like the summer blues a little bit as an adult. Yes. Yes. Right. We talked about this, right? I, I mean, we're all working now and so like when it's super hot outside and like you don't just like have an old guy to call with a boat right right it's like not as sexy and fun no and so (laughs) I definitely get like a little bit of a summertime blue happening right and then um as winter kind of comes along I kind of like I love the hunkering down feeling so I feel like I'm progressively getting in a better mood right as the world is burning around me yeah and it's not a comfortable feeling but I've I've come to deal with it I actually had a client today tell me (laughs) he looked for another stylist and this actually gets funny he was looking for another stylist because he was convinced he irritated me so bad last time that I was going to call and cancel (laughs) his appointment so he was just preempt thinking that I he was like because he himself it was like an oddball apology it was actually really sweet like he was a little too arrogant to straight up say like I'm sorry I was really out of line for calling you um, several times after our appointment to complain about things that I ended up really naturally working out myself right the way you said it would right Um, and I just I thought about it and I just thought, you know, I might have really crossed a line. And so... That's so lovely, though, that he did that. It was. He couldn't... It really was. And so... But he was laughing because I told him this theory that we're talking about, how, like, people are whiling out right now. And he said, you know, I think I was. I think... Just He goes, there's a couple times a year where I think I should just live in the mountains. (laughs) And I was like... I think you're right. And he said it yeah. just like that. And he goes, yeah. and then like a week later, I'll be like, oh, wow, that was a crazy thought. Right. Um, right. But it's it's true. And um, I really enjoyed that he recognized that. But the only thing that bothers me about that is like, 
I might have an off day or two, just like anybody else, but I right. actually really don't have these these seasons of my life. Granted, I'm not suffering with anxiety or depression or any of these other right, ailments right, at right. this point in time. But I genuinely, which will kind of bleed into my hate journal entry, like, I always have an even keel on how I'm treating people. Yes. Of course, I'm not perfect. Like we're saying, like, I the occasional bad day, the short temper, the short fuse, obviously the husbands get it, the kids get it. Right. Um, occasionally those closest to you will get Correct. it as well. So I, I'm not trying to say I fucking walk on water, you right. know? Uh, not right. today, Jesus. Not today. Not today, Satan. You won't There's get a me. shirt out there that actually said, not today, Jesus. <laughs> and I was like... No, every day, Jesus, please. We, no, that's the best part, yeah, though. Yeah. Um, I'll have to show you. I die. But anyways, it was... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just... Like, I have this, like, even line across the board where I don't just, like, want the world to burn. Yes. No, 100%. I get what you're saying. And but I feel I, like people are losing their minds. Yes. And they're causing me to lose mind. Well, you know what they caused me to do is they caused me to go back on how I really genuinely feel like people should be treated. Mm -hmm. Because when you cross these lines or this boundary, I mean, you have to react in some way. Some people are non-confrontational. Some people are. I happen to be on the ladder of that. Correct. I... I do not enjoy being treated um, a certain way. I don't really give a fuck the kind of day you're having. Yeah. And um, I really like to start, like, this woman, like, blustering in and just jumping the line like that just lets me know how utterly unaware of other people you are. And it's not that you have to go out of your way to even give a dollar to, like, the fucking food bank or whatever right, like right. I, I we all have our story but at the end of the day just be the person who stands in line and realizes there is a line because this is like the earth right literally like, since you, the beginning of time there's yes. people all around you I mean yes. there were people all around you when you were when your mother I imagine pushed you out of her vagina there were people somebody helped around. her someone helped her they got their hand in there and they assisted so stop acting like you were yes. literally the only person and I understand that sometimes something in your life that feels like an emergency. It feels like an emergency to you, but that does not mean it is an emergency to everyone around you. And that should not beget common decency. We still need to have some common decency in life. And I just feel like there has been a complete loss of that, especially with like the younger generation. Yes. Because they all think that the, literally the sky is falling. Correct. Like, they turn around, and they have no work ethic. They're all quitting. Like, my mother-in-law was just telling me an interesting statistic for this new generation X, Y, fucking Z, whatever right. they are, that they have to create new job types where they're smaller because they can't afford to train people because the job average job expectancy now is roughly two to three years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be with a company two, three. Where our parents were probably with companies, like, Minimum years, 10, 10, 15, 20 10, 15, years. 15, 20. Yeah. yeah. You know, my parents are business owners. I know a lot of people who, you know, got in early with different companies. They're ever, um, you know, father-in-law, mother-in-law. And a lot of, like, older people I know who did well for themselves really hunker down. And you just, like, weather these things. But uh, these little motherfuckers these days do not want to do that. Well, it's like, I think it's, here's the thing. We have, like, two extremes, right? So we have the young that do it, and we have the old that do it. I feel like every all of us yeah. in the middle are kind of okay. We get it. We're always, like, when people, like, hit my cart in the store, like, in their our age, like, between the ages of 30 and 50, they're always like, oh, my God, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, excuse me, ma'am, uh, you got a tag hanging off you. 
whatever. But I feel like when it's older people, like 50 and older, and then people who are younger, like in their 20s and younger, who are almost oblivious to the world around them. They almost feel like everyone else should move out of their way and they should be able to just proceed at their own pace, regardless if it's at the... Like, you can't go 90 on the freeway if everyone else is going 50 and you're boxed in and you're upset. Here's my thing. I will give the seniors a pass. I know Black Mamba. There will come a day when I'm so fucking old, I don't give a fuck now, so about the lines and stuff. 90. I will pretend that I didn't see I'm all talking, of you oh, waiting no, in line. With you. No, I'm not talking about 50. I'm going to be hot as fuck. I'm going to be fucking J-Lo I'm at 50. About when when Jennifer old. Aniston and J-Lo's are walking around <laughs> looking better than me at right? 50, like, no, bitch, Shook. 50 is the new 25. Shook. It is no Those women look fucking joke. I saw Hustlers. Why? Well, I actually, wild. I can't believe I said that. I'm going to see Hustlers. Um, I did see the trailer, though. That's what I was trying to say. And her body, it hurts. It physically makes me feel upset when I see her. But either way, no. Bitch, J-Lo better be waiting in line. Fine-ass booty and everything. Wait in line. But I'm saying, like, if I'm 70 plus, like, no, I'm probably going to pretend I don't see you. But I'm also going to dress accordingly, too. I'm not going to be, like, all, like, Kris Jennered out and then, like, act like I don't see you. I'm going to come up in a cane and, like, readers and be like, oh, just because I want that free shit, you know? I want no, that, absolutely. that free I time. That, I don't have a lot of time anymore. Yes, <laughs> you yes. have more time than yes. I do. I feel like if you don't have a lot of time left on this earth, you get to cut you get to cut these. Yeah. That's fine with and me. And you know what? If I was raised right, I'd probably let you. But if I don't see a handicap sticker and a cane or a fucking walker or yeah. some sort of like geriatric shoe with, a, with a buckle, stank you better attitude. be right fucking behind yeah. me, bitch. If you can look at me and say, how dare you? I just needed to tell him something. You are cognitive, bitch. If, if, I can, if I can look at your eyes and you have no glaucoma in them, yeah. get in mm-hmm. line. I want one cataract. I want e. one cataract. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. No, I definitely... Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that. I feel like people are... Even driving. Even driving. Like, I've almost... This week, I've... And I'm really clear-minded because as we did the announcement a week or two ago, mm-hmm. I am five months pregnant. Yes! I'm a little... Ha- I can't believe like, it's gone so fast. It's gone so fast. But even though I do have, like, pregnancy brain in the sense of forgetfulness, like, when you're not drinking and you're eating relatively healthy and, you know, I'm drinking a lot of fucking tea and water, which right. is what it is, you know? Right. Uh, listen, uh, you're a better woman than I Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I feel very clear-minded. <laughs> oh, you should be. Right? For the first time in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's <laughs> like right. It's like my baby cleanse. So, um, my point being with that is like, I'm, I, and I'm on high alert being pregnant. I feel very vulnerable. And so I'm driving slower and I'm more cautiously. I just feel very responsible for me and this little human, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many swerves I've done recently of people just like, the funny thing about somebody coming out to like a T, like a street and then they're coming out on it. Right. Is, have you noticed that they only like to look one direction? Only one. Only one. And it's typically, like, to the direction they're going. That's it. That's it. They only look that direction. (laughs) And I just think that's such a great reflection of what we're talking about. Literally, like, oh, fuck all of things that are happening that way. Because you know why, bitch? That's the past. (laughs) I'm going to the future. I'm going to the future where my dreams live. And you bitches better get on board. Like, I die. I just see people driving, and I, like, put throw the hands up. Now I'm not even angry. I wish you guys could see my face, but it's like one of those like like yeah, yeah. where are you at and they don't they do like the the confused kind of like what's well, your problem well what's your problem I was like I don't know I was just living my life and, and then you you were living yours <laughs> right. and now we're here 
right? Right. right and right. I honked my fucking horn because you're fucking retarded. Yeah. And that somehow, I don't know if you have like a noise sensitivity right. or if the fact that you almost T-bone the fuck out of a pregnant lady upset you. Right. But um, either way, you're obviously fresh annoyed. Right. Oh, yeah. Which is always strange to me when people get annoyed. Like, there have been times when I have been blatantly not paying attention and, yeah. and then I'm like, oh my god, oh I'm my so sorry. Doing the courtesy hand yeah. oh, I, or the, I shame. Down the shame. 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 I've done the shame. I like to do the shame. But I don't understand when people are like, well, what's your fucking problem, bitch? And I'm like, uh, you almost killed me? We almost just died. I feel like I don't know if there's enough violence happening in the Right <laughs> Not with the right people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a lot of violence happening, but it just seems like really angry. Like, I just feel like if we could get into good old fashioned of fisticuffs, yeah, like just every would, once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah, I people agree with would you. really feel differently about how they're looking at each other, yeah. how they're talking to each other, yeah. how their tones are. Yeah. Because you used to be able to slap a bitch. You used to be able to. Well, no, and you now still, it's no, like. You still can. Well, right. You but can always still slap a bitch. I, the repercussions I are still the, the same, bitch. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just can't have a snitch on your hands. You know, you got to be willing to be someone right. to take a hit and right. not go snitch. Did you deserve those hands? You know Did you what? Deserve those that hands? is. That's where the problem lies. That You're right. Then you're you know what? The house. Sometimes you just got to step back and say you're right. Right. <laughs> Dude, if I you know see I mean? some of this shit, it's on and pop. Like, this bleeds me. Should we jump into entries? Let's jump into entries. But before we do, let's take a short break for a commercial, and then we will be right back. Do you have neck pain, back pain, muscle spasms, or muscle tightness? Well, if you do, there is a solution for you. Introducing Traveling Triggers PLLC, founded by Reno's own advanced nurse practitioner, Elizabeth Keene. With more than 10 years of experience in pain management services, she is now happy to offer an at-home alternative to pain. Whether it's a new pain or an ongoing problem, call or text now for a free 15-minute phone consultation to see what options are available to you. Now, I have neck pain, chronic neck pain, that I have from toting around these big old breasts of mine and traveling triggers was a great alternative for me. I'm a very busy on the go woman as you guys know and I love to work out and unfortunately beat my body up sometimes. Traveling triggers is a great alternative for that. It's non-invasive and it really is very comfortable. Elizabeth Keene does an amazing job making you feel comfortable um, and she has a lot of knowledge for you guys and it is a great alternative if you are somebody who needs another alternative to pain management. So again, traveling triggers, PLLC, 15 minute free phone consultation, you guys. I mean, you can't beat that. So call now, 775-830-4941, or feel free to email Beth at Beth at travelingtriggers.com. See what she can do for you and your pain today. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, we are back. All right, why don't you jump into your uh, hate journal entry? Well, I think it just kind of goes into um, 
as we were talking earlier, even before the podcast started, this is the season of boundaries. And one of the most important things to me as a person, as we head into the stressful holiday season, um, stressful work season, for those of you who maybe have that going on right now or who don't, you know, it's and also on top of it, the end of the year season, a lot of people start to feel this like obligatory, like wrap it up, um, like a sense of urgency and yada, 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 whatever you may be going through. But I just... Jokes aside, you have got to be conscious of how you are speaking to people in the world. Yes. You are a child of this world. You signed your fucking birth certificate. You signed a social contract. And we've talked about social contracts on this podcast. I'm pretty positive since day one. Since day one. And I have to say that this is a sad thing that I feel like I have to talk about because, honestly, it is wild to me that this needs to be a reminder to people but not only in my job I'm I'm very direct so I just as a person right and even as a stylist like I know that there's people out there who get wildly taken advantage of and brutalized frankly right Right. I don't I do not have that none of these problems I don't have these problems and it's kind of funny I'm talking about this because I actually don't have these problems but it really upsets me and I'm pregnant and all in my feels but it upsets me when I see bullying especially in adults it upsets me when I hear people speaking to somebody in a demeaning tone whether it's a husband to a wife or family members to each other or you know somebody you're doing a social exchange with whether it is actually like ordering your cup of coffee right or ordering food from a server I just do not I cannot wrap my head around why people think it's okay to speak to people a certain way if you I mean there are people who I hear how they talk and you would have to like I'm not kidding you spit in my fucking face for me to even approach the conversation like that. Granted, from the beginning. Yes. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I'm so overwhelmed and I'm so done yeah. with listening to it around me. Right. And, you know, I am a fucking boondock saint all I can be. Right. But you can't be out here being a fucking vigilante no. for everybody. No. Like, my job on these streets is to raise a good son, hopefully be a good wife, be with my husband. And, you know, me and him, I've even had issues and I just, I'm pretty transparent with it like we've had a major issue in our marriage of speaking to each other poorly me not as much as him and that's not to be saying that we don't go neck and neck right i happen to have and just a gift of borderline sociopath like right. i don't get crazy hyped up emotional you would have to be physically hurting me or somebody around me to have me verbally lose control on you and i've done it occasionally who hasn't but especially as an adult woman so yeah. when you say that because i'm just trying to get a better understanding um obviously i know what you mean on a very broad spectrum but when you say that uh, and obviously we're talking about your marriage right um and we're very open about things here yes um when you obviously you don't have to use the same language but when you say being disrespectful are you saying the tone or the language as far as like cursing at each other or the language is like out of pocket because you know we all know i would i think we i all mean know the difference. it is on and popping all of it okay and from, what is bringing that on could it be are, now 
is it something that is not that serious, or you don't see that serious, or maybe he does? Or? Well, that's the problem in every argument, right? right One right, person right. finds that there's an issue, and the other person doesn't. Okay. And this is, um, oddly enough, I am using my marriage as an example because I feel like it's a very relatable topic. What actually spurred this, even beyond my marriage and like just trying to speak to each other better, is really listening to like the general public speaking right, to right, one another. Right. But for, yeah, to give you a better general idea, you know, what do we all do when our husband does something irritating? This is a tone that I will use. Why did you do it like that? Why did you do that? See, that's not very inviting. That's not like, Alex, why'd you do that? <laughs> that's kind of fun, right? It's kind of like fun and right, bubbly right, and poppy. Right, right. We feel that. Why did you do it like that? It's very accusing. It's very right. um, outwardly negative. Right. And um, you're allowed to be irritated, by the way. I just want people to know, like, I don't think we should all just be talking to each other like this. Like, right, I don't sometimes, like, right. I'm full of fucking passion. I love to give people a hard time and, like, rough them up a little bit. Right. And I personally like to be roughed up. I love to be challenged. Right. I think it's a, a fun dynamic of some you know, fun, combative conversation. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind yeah. going toes. Like, I yeah. really do. I'm toes in. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But I do think that um, kind of verbally losing control and talking to each other poorly, whether it is your spouse or friend or even parent. The way I hear adults speak to their parents is wild. I mean, don't even get me wrong with kids. Like, I worked a wedding this last week, and sh- the way she was talking to her mom, I would break the brakes off this bitch. Yeah. And yeah, I'm talking about 11 year old right now. No, you. No, that's break her. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody, and I mean this, mm-hmm. and I want everybody mm-hmm. to know how much I mean this intensely as I'm talking about talking to people nicely. I think everybody should be punched in the face one time, just so that you have a respect for what could come if yes. you get out of pocket. Yes. Yeah. I. Do you I, know what I mean I by that? I understand what you're saying. So my. Have you been my, punched in the face? Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I just want. I want the audience to really feel. I well mean, right. I will say lazily, but yes, I, actually, I have never been punched, but I did have a girl who reached all the way back to heaven and then. Slap me with the fierceness of Zeus. Okay? Same difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah, think it's yeah, important yeah, to get yeah. it in the face too because it's yeah, actually it was, it, my glasses went flying. It was a whole thing. <laughs> it's very humbling. It was very, well, she got humbled. Uh, I'm not. There's no doubt. But right, either way, whether right. you win or lose that situation, you still remember that slap. You re- you remember, you remember it vividly. The, oh, I can tell you the glasses <laughs> yeah, I had on. Literally. Um, I do understand what you're saying. I will say this. <clears throat> so it's something that we, when I say we, my husband and I work on very actively. Yes. Okay. So uh, obviously. I'm in counseling. He's in counseling. We are in counseling. It was something that was very important to me because I grew up in a very tumultuous household and where them yelling at each other was their way of communicating. Yes. My, my mother breaking down my dad and my dad breaking down my mother was a way that they communicated. Yeah, that was a thing. And I was very scared getting married that I did not want to bring that into my marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, I was lucky that my husband was 100% on board with that. It was one of the things that I needed in order to be married. I said, I need to be with somebody who is going to commit to another level with this with me because I do understand that when I speak very quickly yeah. I understand that I have a very deeper, more boisterous voice, which can be sometimes construed as me being upset. Mm-hmm. It is not. There, When I am being very direct with somebody and very stern with somebody, that can come off as me being angry, but I'm not. The issue with me um, in my marriage is that, and very similar to yours, but we have the opposite problem, okay? Um, in that 
if I'm upset about something, I will use a very direct tone. And my husband hears that as me being very upset and losing my coop. So although I may ask a question and I may say, I will not ask the question like, why did you do that? I will say, when you did A, it made me feel like B. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused about, did you do that on purpose? Or were you just not thinking about me at all when you did that? Mm-hmm. Because I have asked you multiple times not to do A, B, and C. And I have said to you multiple times yeah. that when A happens, I get upset. Whether it be leaving your socks on the fucking floor or leaving your shoes on top of the stairs and I almost die five times. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, are you really trying to murk me? When my <laughs> husband hears that, he gets one, he used to get 100% defensive, yeah. shut down, and his voice would go 110 octaves higher. Yeah. And so we had to go to counseling to figure that out, to figure out, you know, your wife just talks like this. She's never going to change. You know, one thing with my husband, and if he's listening to this, he is going to say, yep. When we would be in therapy, he'd go, it's her tone. It's her tone. It's her fucking tone. It's that goddamn tone. And my therapist finally said, did she sound like this before you married her? So then what made you ever think that, like, it's not her tone. It's just how she speaks. Yeah. There's a difference between someone having a tone and her getting way out of pocket with you and, like, losing her mind. Once we both sat down and really talked about my tone, I'm not joking. Like, we sat down, three different therapy sessions, came home, in bed, every night would talk about my tone and how important it was to my husband because it was really bothering him to the point where I was like, I don't know what we're talking about. I just asked you if you could hand me the spaghetti sauce and you're losing your mind. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. It to him it was a tone, right? So we really had to come to a come together so that he could understand, hey, maybe this isn't a tone, but this is a tone. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is baseline. So instead of getting so upset, before you get upset into yourself, yeah, it's going to be work, but so is marriage. You're going to have to say, did she mean to say it that way? Is she actually having an attitude with me? Or does my wife just speak fastly, have a boisterous voice, and this is just who she is? Yeah. You know what I mean? And once we got on that kind of wavelength, and I know yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's very hard sometimes for people because I think that's the hard thing is communication and that's 100%. kind of my journal entry is communication is is even even if it's bad communication mm-hmm. there needs to be some communication yeah. or you, people end up having tones with their sister with their brother with their cousin yeah. with their employer with their husbands and they don't even realize that they're out in these streets acting wild they think that their tone and the way that they're introducing or talking to people is 100% fine so that's going to bleed into with the communication thing with the boundaries is i i think i've at least have a very mature way of handling it without mm-hmm. having people having to pay for counseling right now. Yeah. Which you should. It's an yeah. investment. Yeah. But long story short is you have got to be able to put up strong boundaries. And if that means ending communication for a brief period of time, yeah. Yeah. that sometimes I think is more productive oh, agreed. than trying to change who you utterly are as a person. Because you can't. Because you fucking you cannot. cannot. You cannot. And that's another thing, too, with especially with like, and I know we don't really go politics on this podcast, which everybody I think appreciates. Yeah, it, but 
even with the the tone of our country right now, with the divide going on, mm-hmm. I think if people could all just lay their fucking baby heads down every night and just accept that people view things differently, I don't even care. I know there's some hateful people out there. Obviously, obviously. That happens. Right. There's some fucking crazy bleeding hearts on the other side who just want everybody to live in fucking rags and be okay and yeah, be happy yeah, and yeah, live yeah, on yeah. fucking communes. Yeah. That's okay. I can sleep at night knowing that there's an active fucking R. Kelly cult going on somewhere. Um, not happy about it. Would I like it to stop? Sure thing. But at the end of the day, it is happening. Some people are making choices that are very questionable at best. Right. Some people are making very hateful choices, spreading terrible just hate in general around the world right, about right. other people. But you have to be able to like level with that somehow. And I feel like people can't cope with other people's differences. And there just has to be this level where like you have to be okay with you and what you're doing and feel confident and secure and how you're bringing certain things to the table. Like you and Bill coming to the conclusion, you're like, I am not speaking to you with any maliciousness. I've spoken like this since the day I was born and I'll probably speak to this until they put me in the grave. Right. Right? Right, right? Like, there is this utter acceptance of yourself. Correct. I don't think we should be accepting the fucking KKK or the fucking, uh, you know, Jesus Christ cult leaders over here. Correct. That's not what I'm saying. But we have, at some point, just have to become okay with ourselves and then realize that other people are different than us. And can I tell you um, what I think a lot of it comes from? I think a lot of it stems from the need for people to have or be a boss. You, You don't always need to be someone's boss. You don't always need to teach somebody a lesson. You don't always need to fix somebody. You don't always need to understand where someone's coming from, regardless if it's a political climate or not. If you believe in something, and as long as you're still being a decent human being, you're not kicking down babies when you walk by them, (laughs) you're not running your car into traffic and, like, killing people, then you get to believe exactly what you get to believe. If you want to believe that there's a gummy bear up in the sky that's just making all of the decisions for all of us, boo-boo, do you. As long as you are not calling me out of my name, I'm not calling you out of your name in a in a disrespectful manner. And as long as you're not spreading that hate in order to cause terror, yes, then agreed. you can 100% believe what you believe. That can be on a grand level, level right. and that can be on a very small level. Like the po- like, so I am very when I do things, I do them with a purpose. I'm not a person that's out in this world just for me speaking about me. I just not I do not just like wall out and do things without a purpose. So I went grocery shopping. <laughs> I like to think about how many meals I'm gonna buy for when I'm doing grocery shopping, like a lot of women and men do, right? Yeah. So I know okay, so this blah blah blah. So this amount of food should last us exactly 14 days. This many meals, this many people in the house, this is what we're at. Yeah. So my husband does not subscribe to that same thought process. He's just living life loosey-goosey. Just loosey-goosey. Just like, oh, kiwis look good today. If something feels good, he's into it. So I, I bought all this food, and I had four things of marinara in a glass container. Yeah. In the cupboard, put away. That's four meals to me, right? It's four meals. I come down the stairs about five days later, and I see my husband in his underwear with the fridge open, and he has popped open the pasta, the marinara sauce, and he is just eating it with a spoon. Now, I get it. Italian, loves marinara. That's his jam. But inside, I got very angry, because I thought to myself, you are wasting 
one whole meal for three people. Yeah. As a snack for yourself. Yeah. Okay? Put me right over the edge. Yeah. Right over the edge. Right I over. could not understand what he was doing. And Ooh. I looked at him and said, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't misconstrue. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> because at that point, I was so upset. Yeah. That I couldn't understand how he couldn't understand where I was coming from. You know also, what I mean? I mean, I just really respect you for like only being upset about the meal thing because there's like a few things there well, that first upset of all, why me. Why is the fridge open? Why are you why eating are you marinara out of the jar, out of the fridge? Like It wasn't in the fridge, first of all. So he had opened it, eaten it, put it back so it could get cold, taken it out later, as he told me, just so he could eat it cold. That's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, come on. So, I... Sometimes you gotta blow past it, you know? <laughs> I went to my therapist, and I go, I know this just sounds wild, but it is bothering me. Because he is so not annoyed by it. He was just like, he blew me off. He was just like... I don't, what's the big deal? And the more he kept blowing me off, and every, you know, so it's a big jar. So he didn't finish it in one sitting. So every couple days, when I would see him going downstairs and eating it, grind that gear a little more, you know, mm-hmm. grind that yeah. gear a little more. He fingernails on the chalkboard a little more. And my therapist goes, you know, you were raised different. And there's something deep inside of you that was raised and it just is so deep in you that it kicks in as soon as you see that. You yeah. view it as wastefulness. You view it as, yeah. she goes, it's not about the money. Obviously, you can go buy more. That's not what it's about. She goes, but can I ask you a question? You mentioned that he likes to do this. I said, yeah. She goes, so then why didn't you buy four for the family and then just buy one extra for him? And I was like, oh, so you just out here stunting on bitches, huh? Mm, so, you just you. Out here, oh. so you just out here calling Not afraid to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Been there. I'll go back. I said, oh, so you just think you can just call oh, me out just take it sides. Oh, just take sides, huh? And I really thought about that. I'm with you, though, and this is probably why we have a podcast together. Right. Because... I'm with you. I would have never thought about that. I would have never <laughs> thought about that in the moment because I thought, why Why should I have to? And she goes, because it's something that obviously he enjoys. He enjoys yeah. you, it annoyed you enough to mention it to me that, like, and she goes, and by the way, we had a whole therapy session and you mentioned that on the way out. Like, you were like, just for fun, this really put me over the edge this week and I think I sound nuts. She goes, you don't sound crazy. I understand why you're upset. Yeah. You have a valid reason to be upset. Now, you can be annoyed, but don't, obviously, this didn't come into a big argument. She goes, but you need to explain Explain to him why this kicks in, what it kicks in. Yeah. And then explain that you will buy an extra one for him. She goes, so that way he understands. He cannot understand the narrative of what you're talking about. If you look at him and come downstairs while he's in his underwear with the door open going, why the fuck are you eating that? He's looking at you like you're nuts. Like, yeah, why is this he's bitch like, mad about marinara? Yeah, like, I'm just going to eat my marinara. Let me eat in peace. Right. But when And I, chill it next time. When, when chill it. You know I enjoy it chilled. You obviously know that I enjoy it chilled. Much like a champagne bitch. When I told him that, he looked at me, he put his eyes up, and then he looked down at me and goes, oh, well, that makes fucking sense. Why didn't you just say that? I wouldn't have eaten it. And I thought, well, I didn't think I had to. And I didn't think it annoyed me. I didn't. And my, my point in saying that is, I think a lot of times we don't even know that things are going to annoy us. 100%. Until they 100% are happening in our home, in front of us, with our family members, with friends or whatever. But sometimes the next time that happens, I'm learning to take a step back 
really analyze what that's kicking in with me, yeah. whether it be the lady in the line blowing past me. Mm-hmm. What And to me, it wasn't about her blowing past. It was about the disrespect. I don't like being disrespected in general. Of course. Um, so you're going to get a certain kind of response out of me when you do disrespect me. But at least I know where that's coming from. And I don't think that I'm just like walling out on some lady inside of the tire place. You know what I mean? Totally. So I, I 100% understand what you're saying. And I think that we can all take a page from the book of patience and, and understanding. Yeah, and I think you said it too. I just think everybody, everybody, and I know we joke about petty stuff on this podcast. Obviously, obviously. So it's not like we're sitting over here as fucking angels or anything. No, of course not. But obviously. honestly, it is truly about taking a step back. Just that extra moment. And this is where me and my husband, this is like what our challenge is and what we're actively working on together in our marriage at this point is even that half a second, just that that blowback, just take it onto yourself. Because the funny thing is, is nobody, what do you want to do? You want to win? Do you want to be the boss? Do you want to have some, you want to, you just want to be the boss all day? You want to be the fucking hoss? You know, what is it? And what do you win? And do you want thing. a sticker? Do you want recognition? Do you want a apology? Do you want somebody to suck your dick? Right. I mean, honestly, what do you want? What do you get out of the situation by belittling and making others feel bad, especially not only those closest to you, but even the guy at the fucking coffee shop? Like, that you get your coffee from. Like, why do people feel like they can just be pieces of shit to, like, airline stewardess? I don't know. You know? Because, like, you know why? Because somewhere in their life, they are being bullied. That's and what I times, think. And nine times out of ten, when you see that kind of behavior, at least when you see the public, agree with you, more. you are seeing that because they're probably being bullied by their right. spouse or by right. their children at home. Right. They don't feel like they have any sort... Again, when you are doing that to someone, take a step back. You are more than likely being bullied at home by your spouse or being bullied by your fucking kids. You don't feel like or you bullied by your boss yep. and you're terrified yep. to lose your job yep. and so you take it out on yep. people who don't deserve it. Whatever the fuck you're going through, there is another thing that I have to say. Like, You just have to get the fuck over it, too. I'm sorry. I don't care how people feel about saying that anymore. I feel like I'm not allowed to say that anymore. Why? Do you ever feel that way? I think there's... No, I, I, I think you're right in the sense that you have to get over... Not it. You need to get over yourself in that moment. Yes. There is nothing, I think is what that's, you mean. That's exactly There is right. nothing at that coffee shop that makes you so important that you get to speak to somebody that way, exactly. regardless of how your boss yes, is treating you. you. Get thank over you. yourself. Yes. Like, I get it. We all have bad days. When I made that comment to that guy in the tire place, the guy behind the counter, I was not saying that because I thought I was better than the young girl in front of me or the woman that was standing up at the counter. I was saying that strictly to him so that he understood when you were and when you take on the responsibility of signing up to take that kind of job, you need to have some sort of control in order to control the environment, right? There's a difference between that and me going, well, I just think that my my needs are more important than others. And on top of it, don't be a giant pussy. Exactly. I'm sorry. I think you really churched it up. It was beautiful. I love the way you said no, that. I know what you mean. Yeah, but on yeah. the other end, get the fuck over yourself and quit being a big pussy because you don't want to deal with this crazy bitch who obviously you had to deal with earlier right. today. Right. Like at a certain point, you need to man up, Mr. Tire Clerk, and you need to say, hey, listen, Cheech, 
Get the back of the line. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We will get to it. There's nothing that is so important in your car. And here's the thing, too. I don't care if you're driving a Tesla, a BMW. I don't care if you made your fucking car. Your time in this life is no more important than anyone else's time. I couldn't Period agree more. Period. Dot the end. And I'm really tired of people projecting themselves as if their time is more important than other people's. Part of my journal entry that ties into this this week is about knowing the job for you. I understand that people go to college. They they earn degrees um, in certain fields and or they don't. Maybe they have put the time in a job, learning that job, and they just are really badass at that job. Whatever the case may be. If you find yourself treating people horribly, it is probably time to give up that job. Not everyone can be a medical. Not everyone can be a nurse. Not everyone can be a doctor. Not everyone should be a teacher. Not ev- Just because you got the degree, yes. you interviewed for the job, they yes. gave you the job, does not mean that you should then be a teacher. I see people out in these streets all day long. Lawyers, doctors, nurses, uh, clinicians. I see people who are hairstylists. I see people who are out here fixing. Actually, the only time I don't see this is, ironically, IT. People who are in IT just know what they're doing. They're just like, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd it up. I'm a nerd it up over here in the corner. If you need some help, I got you. It's hard not to be happy when you knew you loved computers. From an early age. That's wild to me. But I do like... Staring at this thing pisses me off. It makes me upset. Uh, makes me like I have a visceral reaction. Yeah. But there are times like when Cameron got to high school, right before she got to high school, I had a very long talk with her. I remember when I went to Reno High School. I remember that there were times when I was being in junior high school and high school flat out bullied. And I'm not going to dress it up. I'm not talking about some girls talking shit to me. I'm talking about full grown boys pulling, yanking my hair, pushing me down, putting shit in my hair, making my life very difficult every single day, day in and day out. And I remember that there would be certain teachers who would watch it go on and were such fucking pussies. They were so scared of the actual students. They did nothing. They would do nothing. I remember there being some teachers that were thought they were professors. I want to make this very clear. If you are currently teaching in the Washoe County School District and you are a high school teacher, I want to be make this very clear. You are not a professor. So stop dressing like one. Stop showing up and talking to them and making them uh, record your voice like this is uh, English 101 at fucking UNR because it ain't. Okay? It is not. Do you even do that? I, can, I had a teacher, though, my freshman year of high school at Reno High. She was such a fucking cunt. She dressed like a professor, spoke like a professor. She had professor hours. That if you had questions, you could only come and ask them on Tuesdays and Thursdays between the um, hours of, I don't know, three and four. Other than that, you could not approach her. You could not ask her any questions. You had a syllabus with every test, everything that was supposed to have been done, never deviated from it. I mean, it made learning so awful. I say this all to say that when Cameron went to go to high school, I had to sit down with her and I had to be very clear and say, your job these next four years is to get through it. Your job is not to, yes, yes, there may be teachers that are going to inspire you. And I did have some that just inspired the shit out of me and really inspired me in my current life and really made me look at life very differently. But I also had some teachers that were some real pieces of shit. 
Oh, yeah. And I know that we don't want to oh, say yeah. that as individuals because we make teachers and we just, we're, they're the best and they're the best. You're right. There are some that are amazing, but there are some that are literal pieces of shit. Oh, you, I mean, a lot of people get, um, it's super funny in this industry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, you're fine. Um, but just the follow on this thought pattern is um, the two most defense people get the most defensive about are nurses and teachers. Yes. And let me tell you, as a hairstylist, when I hear um, a lot of jobs, do you know the two jobs that people hate the most? Teacher Being and nurses. teaching teaching and nursing. Yep. And you know what? You I will... hear the most complaining from them. Oh my god, nurses are the fucking worst. Uh-huh. They hate their life. Again, like you said, do I have some angels amongst us? Obviously. I do. Obviously. Who are in this hospital blessing Obviously. babies and yes. and doing the whole thing. And I actually I have some amazing teacher clients who um, are wonderful. And then and, and I have other ones. Obviously. No, no, no. But let's really hone in because the biggest thing is like people are so terrified to do what they really want or to branch out because of a particular certificate that they will actually be here ruining the youth of America. Ruining it. And that's the thing is you do not ever. So uh, when What's I, when I that? said that it's tying into yours, what I meant by that is when you go out in this world and you are rude, mean and cruel. Yes. You don't know what someone else is going through. You don't know someone else's day. You don't know what they're dealing with at home. Their fucking husband's going to be beating the shit out of them. And you were the last raindrop in that fucking puddle, and now it just runneth over. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming anyone else. Obviously, obviously, you were all adults here. But when it comes to children um, or people who are helpless in a hospital, those people are at your mercy. Right? Mm -hmm. You can't get a high school education unless this bitch passes you. Or else your parents are going to have to pay for summer school. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to get held back, right? Am I right? Yeah. If this bitch, this nurse who's fucking treating you like shit, won't help you, won't make eye contact, you hit the button, it's not even coming to help you, you're shitting all over yourself, you're just asking for someone to treat you with a little bit of human decency, you don't know what they're already dealing with at home. Right. If you would want... It was hard for Cameron to, to grasp that because I said, I don't want you to go in and because the first week she came home, sure enough, the first week she came home, the fucking first week, she was all upset. And I said, what's going on? And she said, I am so mad. I have this test today. It was a pop quiz. And one of the questions was, look out the window and say something that has wood in it. And I said the power line. I looked out the window, and the power line's obviously connected to wood. I wrote down power line. The girl behind me wrote down power line. And he accused me of cheating off of her paper. He, She goes, first of all, she's behind me. It was so cute. She was using a lot of logic that he didn't. Number one, she's behind me. Number two, there's only three windows in here. We're all looking out the same fucking window. There's only so many different variables of wood right. that we're going to fucking see. Right. She goes, so when I went to him and told him that, he said, I don't care. You're both getting an F. So I told her this. You are going to have, and this is what I told you before you started. You have to learn to stick up for yourself. You need to learn to talk to people to give them, to make them reasonable. Yeah. Are you going to change his mind? No. But I said, what's more important? You getting an A or you standing up for yourself and explaining to him that you are not a fucking cheater? That's more important. Right. If he's going to give you an F, I know. You told me. Now I know. Right? I can excuse that. But he needs to know that you're not just going to take that sitting down. So I want you to go back to that school and I want you to tell him exactly what I just told you. You can call me a lot of things, but you will not call me a fucking liar. Don't use the fucking. 
<laughs> no. no. Don't she, fucking do and it. I said, and if that doesn't get you anywhere, then you bring it home to dad and I, and then dad and I will go up there and fucking handle it. I don't have a problem with that, but you need to be able to deal with this on your own. Yes, I fully first. agree. Because I didn't have that, right? I was getting picked on. I didn't feel like anyone was helping me out. I had a t- couple teachers that were real dicks that were very unfair. I mean, you could tell the teacher, hey, I just got my tonsils out, and they were just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. All because this bitch hates her fucking job. Yes. Obviously, she went back, she dealt with the teacher, gave them both B's, understood, let's not let it happen again, girls, sir, whatever, suck a dick. Yeah. But in saying that, I say, he may hate his job. Yeah. He may hate his home life. He may hate all of those things. Get out of the job that you hate. It is never too late to start over. One of the things I love about my neighbor, Shelly, and I really wanted to have her on the show. She was so cute. She goes, why do you want to have me on the show so bad? I said, because I think it's amazing that you worked in accounting most of your adult life. You raised your children. You are married. You are in, in you are older now, well, way past your 40s into your 50s. And in your 50s, you decided, you know what? Enough. Mm-hmm. You scrapped that career and you literally put yourself through cosmetology school and started doing nails. It is it, it hustled, put yourself through, and now is in a shop on your own. Just every time I see your girl, smile ear to fucking ear. Ear to fucking ear. And you did the work and you grinded oh and you God. did the things that you needed to do. I just wish that people would take a chance on themselves. If you are unhappy in your current career, I get it. We've all been there. But take the chance on yourself to make yourself happy that you only get one life you only get one opportunity in this life once you die it is done so don't spend your time being so fucking miserable there was no one that was going to tell me that I wasn't going to start a podcast if you don't want to get on board then don't get on board I've got some other endeavors that are coming up this year that I started I looked at my husband he said you're wild you've got so much on your plate I said I only live once I intend on making the most of this life. It's not just about money. It's about that grind. And when I leave this earth, I want to know that all the things that I found passions in, I fucking did. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? I couldn't agree more. The only thing that I probably wouldn't redo that I would have loved to have touched on is psychology. I think I would have loved to be a therapist because I genuinely would never get tired of hearing other people's perspective. And that is part of what we're talking about and really listening is like genuinely, whether it's like going after your dreams or whether it is genuinely just like doing something you always told yourself you would. You have to do this. You have to, and you know, it it all kind of starts, I know this sounds so fucking cheesy, it almost starts to say, but it really does start with, like, basic kindness and human decency. Mm -hmm. Because the second like you start being a better person, good shit happens to good people. Yes. And when good shit happens to good people, you start taking a chance on yourself. Like, when you feel good about yourself and you know you weren't, like, a total piece of shit to your hairstylist or your coffee guy or even a person who might have been a piece of shit to you or if you let your husband eat marinara out of the can and just kind of let it happen maybe even buy him an extra one because you know fuck it he likes it yeah i mean just starting stuff like that really kind of opens these doors up and i think that's that's on the one end of a person right right and then on the other end to like full circle with communications and boundaries if there are toxic people in your life whether you are laying in bed right now in the hospital and a shitty nurse is fucking your your day up. Stick up for yourself. Or your kid is in school and you know a teacher is fucking with them because you're like, hopefully you're a parent that's 
involved. Involved. And you're like, wait, my kid's doing the work. Like, I see him reading the fucking books. I see him all doing this. I kind of proofread some things. You might not be a fucking English high school right, teacher, but right. like, come on. Like, right, we right. Can, we can do it. Um, I mean that lovingly <laughs> out there. We might, we might edit that out. <laughs> But like, give me a fucking Science. break, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Either yeah. way, what I'm trying to say is, if we really, if we really come together and just overall cut out the toxicity, if you are being spoken to a certain way, put up fucking boundaries. And if you are speaking to people a certain way and it's not kind and it's not good, you might want to. Take a little inward reflection. Reevaluate. Reevaluate. Have some accountability. And then kind of watch like this good shit happen. Because to go full circle, as we like to say in this podcast, those those rough seasons that everybody seems to go through, it kind of always starts with like your own stank ass attitude. Whether you think you're too fucking busy for anything, or whether you think you're, you know, maybe overweight, or your spouse isn't nice to you, or you know, work just fucking sucks all day every day. You know, it starts usually at home. It it does. And I will say this. There's another thing to always, you know, which is a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. That bad things happen to good people every day. Every day. Bad things happen to good people all the time. And if we all reacted to those bad things happening, nothing would ever get done. Um there comes a point when you have to start and whatever that may be like journaling um talking to a therapist talking to a friend or letting or it the letting fuck it, go or letting it go because if you're not that's the thing with me if you're not going to do anything about it mm-hmm. so if your husband's a giant dick to you mm-hmm. and uh so I'm watching this new show uh well I just finished watching the first season if you guys haven't watched it I blew it up on Instagram but it's called couples therapy I implore you and Ian to I watch do want to watch it really bad it is amazing it follows this therapist who um meets with five different couples and I will tell you it is very interesting to look in on on someone else's relationship right it's always interesting but it's one thing to hear it uh but the the husband said the one couple the husband said to the therapist he's kind of milling around about it and the therapist finally leans forward and she's like can we just be transparent like it's your money you're not doing yourselves any favor by like mincing words and he goes, I just want her to anticipate my needs. I don't understand what's so hard about that. Like, we've been together for 20 years. You should know I'm thirsty. Get me a cup of water. Why do I need to tell you I'm thirsty? You should know that, like, when we have sex, I don't want to have to do all the work. I just want to lay there, and I want to take it, and I want you to, to, like, give it to me. Like, you should just know that. And I thought, What? the actual fresh fuck are we talking about? <laughs> that is wild. But yeah. at the same time, that's a boundary that she didn't set 20 years ago. Right. So of course now, 20 years ago, he's just so like... he's been asking her for a cup of water every time she sucks his dick because he's thirsty, right? <laughs> and it's just really funny to me because she probably is asked every time and I assume she's gone and gotten it, but he's fresh annoyed because he had to ask. Right, it's like, why do I have to ask for this? You should anticipate my needs, which I just like that like sir you're not a child I am gonna go home immediately and watch this because I hope that therapist ripped him apart well when she got done it was great because after the first session because this, this is the first session she goes and talks to her girlfriend who's kind of like her alma mater and she's like I don't know how to not hate this individual. Like right. I am trying to be yeah. objective when they're talking. 100%. But the shit that he is saying is so wild and is so sexist and is so like it's so many fucked up on so many different levels. Yeah. She goes, I don't even know where to unpack it. And if she it. doesn't come to him in an objective manner, 
he's just gonna be like, oh, dumb bitch, they're anticipating my needs. At one point, you guys, at one point, she is in the middle of, his wife is in the middle of sharing. Like, tears are running down her face. She is sharing about her feelings. At one point, he gets up and just starts milling around the office, like, picking up objects. (laughs) His wife looks at him and she goes, what are you fucking doing? And he goes, no, no, continue talking. I'm listening. I'm just milling around, seeing what's going on in the office. No, you are not engaged. And here's the thing. I'm sorry that, that, just poor human behavior is unexcusable just like as a human right like right. what we're talking about right. just like a, Again, maybe a right. reflection but at the end of the day you dumb bitch what you know you why yeah because come again 20 years this no didn't way. just happen yesterday no it was overtime it was progressive like if he if me we are talking i don't can't tell you how many times i tell my husband and my son we have a rule look in my eyes when you're speaking to me when i am speaking to you too you will look mm-hmm. in my fucking eyes. Wait, right here. Yep. Motherfucker. What? Right here. Brown and I'm not talking about the brown eye. Right. I'm what? talking about what? this what? one. Because if you don't, the only thing you will be looking at is my fucking brown eye. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will shit all over you. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. People will treat you the way that you allow them to treat and you. And I agree. And I'm glad that, and, and jokes aside, thank God she's finally getting fucking help because that's insane well it's just it's it's i was telling my therapist I milling said, around i would throw a fucking book at his head oh i would have been like get out i know i would have said get yeah. out of the room yeah this is now an independent therapy session yeah. get the fuck out of yeah. the room but you know what it made me anticipate my need to not to suck not your dick okay <laughs> get the fuck, get out, the of fuck out of here anticipate the need for me to have you the fuck out of this room oh god but it was interesting too Dumb because like there was I would say out of the five couples, at least three of the women and one of the men from the fourth couple should have been years ago in independent counseling. If they had been in independent counseling, they would have never been here. The one husband said, my wife, she goes, what's the problem? Why are you so upset? He goes, well, she said, when I call him, it's like I'm bothering him. He goes, no, 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 don't do that. Tell her how many times you call. And she goes, well, I call, like, I don't know, somewhere between, like, 10 and 18 times a day. And I said, what? And he goes, I am annoyed. (laughs) Like, it's not a secret. Like, I've told her, like, stop calling. I'm I'm annoyed. (laughs) He goes, he goes, and when I don't answer, she acts like it's an emergency. So then I'll step out of a meeting and call her back. And then she'll be like, oh, my God. So I had this wild dream last night about Fruit Loops. And I just, like, wonder what that means. I mean, I had a whole dream about me being in a bed of Fruit Loops. And he's like, are you for real right now? She needed to be in counseling. She needed to be in counseling Seriously. years ago. And so sometimes it, it made me very sad for some of the people because I'm like, yeah. so all my point in that is like, sometimes yeah. take a step back. Like, maybe Big if old you step are having back. these arguments in relationships, be it relationship with your sisters and brothers and maybe your family. And I've been there, obviously. I'm a counselor. Like, sometimes you need to take a beat and go, okay, am I wild? Sometimes you just need to take a big old bowl of Fruit Loops back. Oh, and you truly, need to think. Truly. Is this an emergency phone call to my husband? Right. And sometimes you're just going to say, yeah, anyway. So I've had this habit of doing this because I love talking to Bill. Like, I enjoy <laughs> yes, sharing everything in my brain with him. I'm like, Oh, my God. I just saw this guy with Mm -hmm. a weird limp. He looked over at me. He did some weird thing with his hands with me. And I feel like he just put some bad juju on me. Do you think I'm okay? Like, I love talking to my husband. But to him, he's like, I need you to save it all to the end of the day. And then when we get home, I need you to give me 10 minutes and then go. And I said, no. 
We can meet somewhere in the middle. I will not call you all day long except for <laughs> once in the afternoon to say that I love you. Yes. At lunch. And then as soon as we get home, though, I'm telling you everything. Like, I'm not waiting 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. I will say, like, if I get a break, it's not in it. I don't have time regularly to do it. But if I do catch a break. Right. I find myself calling my husband. Right. I don't know what. I think that's a good sign. I think it's a good sign, too. I do. I find myself just, like, if I'm bored. Oh, I call him all the time. I call him. And it is funny because it's not a particularly interesting conversation that transpires. But I will say I feel a lot better. Yes, and and I will say, too, there's, this brain doesn't stop, so I have so many different ideas about things, and so I feel like I need a yes or no. Like, sometimes I call you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. is this a good idea? I feel that. So you're usually the person that I call after I've already spoken to Bill, and he said it's a good idea, but then I need you as a backup. I'm like, mm-hmm. is this truly a good idea, or yes. is this guy just placating me yes. and saying this because is a good support, idea? Because support, he's supposed to be saying that, and that's Correct. not even, like, daunting, or, or I mean, not daunting, um, that's not even... Chat. I'm trying to say joking around. There's another word oh, that yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know, patronizing. Yes, he's patronizing. not. He yes. is not patronizing you. He is doing his job. He is supporting you tenfold. And then you call somebody might who might it might be their lane. A little business right. endeavor might be their lane. Right. And so then you really you go down that. But I agree. If I just need a yes man, hype man, I call my man. I need. I call my man. He is my he, fucking hype he's man. He's my hype man. Like, and Before I like I go that. Out on stage, he's hype. He's actually up. a terrible hype man. But it doesn't <laughs> matter because you know why he's there. He's there. <laughs> Bill is a great He's my dare man. man. He will be like, that's a great idea. Let's get rolling on this. Let's get rolling on that. But can we talk about it tonight when I get home? And I'm like, uh, you don't understand how this brain works. Yeah. I want to get it all out Also, now. I have you on the phone now. Go like, for Alex. Like, you are here. Right. Right? I am here right now. Yeah. yeah. So I understand. I, I feel that. I 100% agree. And I think it's been, it's good to come at all things with that perspective. But yes, everyone should be, uh, cool it. Just fucking cool it, cool guys. It a little. You know, we're coming into the holiday season. Let's be all cheese sticks and be fun together. Like, I am so, I don't know, maybe it's the pregnancy that is softening me, but I genuinely just, like, want to hear, like, good stories, and I want people to be fucking nice no, to each other. No, can I just tell you, though, I, this is what I hate about your pregnancies, is that two things. One, you can't drink with me, which I find fresh annoying, but I can get over because I know there's an end. That okay? really makes me and sad, And I will tell you that at least you, you typically get pregnant during the winter times, mm-hmm. which is a perfect time to do it if you're going to mm-hmm. do it, because it there's functions, I can't see you as much, I only see you when it's recording. And my babies, like my newborns are in like boring months, like January, February, March, like nobody gives a fuck about those. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and except my kids May, now. <laughs> come May to July, you're going to be back at it again. Oh, Dirty 30 hard, this year. Hard. I can't wait. We're going to go so hard. Anyways, we'll talk more. Um... I will have had my kids by 32, which is But when you get exciting. pregnant, something about you is just, you are just like, I don't understand why there aren't, like, rainbows and care bears and mm-hmm. why people aren't all holding mm-hmm. hands. And I'm like, what? It's the babies. It's, it's the like, babies, it's yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, you see babies and you want to love and protect them so much, and it genuinely makes you, like, nicer to society. Yes, yes. And so that's a good thing for having kids. No, it really is. So I appreciate it. Really, it. I appreciate it. Really it really is, but I, um, I genuinely don't feel this, like, lighthearted in my regular life <laughs> I will say that like normally ah fuck him <laughs> 
like I'm the guy on the street who's like, oh, I didn't even know there was other people driving here. So like I can relate to both sides, motherfuckers. All I'm saying Obviously, is yeah. just in general as I'm getting older, I actually and you you're you're yeah, wising yeah, up and yeah, I am being yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware that I am not only a small part of this planet, but and not in a down on myself way, but like relatively insignificant. You know, you stand in the middle of the ocean and you kind yeah, of look around. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, fuck man, imagine how things could be if we all just like took a step back. Yeah. And fucking thought it. about thought about another human being. And I understand again that you may hate your job. 100%. But when you go to work and you inflict that anger on other people, just remember that you do not know what somebody is going home to. When I deal with patients all day long, I really do give them, and I know this sounds corny as fuck, and I don't care. When I go to work, I truly give every single patient that I see all day long everything that I have. I truly do, because I think about them, and I think about, this may be the only time they get out of the house. I may be the only, a lot of times, I'm the only other person that they've talked to Mm -hmm. since the last 30 days that they were here. Mm -hmm. And I really try to remember that, and when I get annoyed sometimes, I try to go, okay, stop for a second, remember that, like, you've got this great husband who fucking loves you, who's your fucking hype man, who fucking backs you, who has your fucking back, you have a healthy fucking kid, who's smart, who's able, has all of her limbs, you have all of your limbs, she loves you, you love her, you have a beautiful home, you have a beautiful life, and just remember that when you step your ass outside and you give people that kind of abuse back because you are then saying to the things that you have that it's pointless. It's pointless for this beautiful life that God's blessed you or whatever the fuck so you true. believe in. You know? So I think that's a great point. That's it. That's, that's all great, we got. Uh, great point to wrap up on. Yes, and this week and next week, of course, BZ will not be on the show. She is uh, going to be in uh, Disneyland. I gotta get to Disneyland She's at some gonna point. She's going to be doing a lot of shit. She's doing a lot of shit. I, which I'm, which I love. And I got to see her beautiful little puppy this weekend. Oh my god! Like it smells like a puppy. Mm, you know that puppy, puppy smell. Puppy oh, breath. And she was so cute and her little floppy. Oh my god! I just wanted to. Ki- I literally almost thought I could kidnap her. I'm so happy we're talking about it. But I will tell you, like zero percent wants a dog still like it's growing inside me okay so i'm gonna tell you you just need to find something that's manageable but i say this because there you can have an alarm system all you want nothing's better than a fucking dog yeah true. um peaches the smallest one last night woke up the entire family at 2 30 a.m because there were fucking coyotes in the front of my fucking house and guess who fucking let me know what was going on? This bitch. She was on high alert at 2.30, woke the dogs up, went downstairs to investigate first. I love her. Then the boys were on board, and then Major actually came upstairs, hit me like, bitch, you better get up! And I went outside, and there were fucking coyotes in our fucking front. And I'm like, of course, that's a... The coyotes can't get in. But it's great to have them, because they are I don't are doubt it, and it's gonna happen. I have two I, I have two boys on the way. It just is what oh, it is. Oh, they're gonna want a dog. Of course, but I gotta tell you, like... Just don't get something unmanageable, like a husky. Life's fucking good right now. Life is great. You life's look great. Alright, you guys, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Hate Journals. We appreciate you guys. We love you. Of course, follow us on Instagram, at the Hate Journals, and on Twitter, at hate journals and of course you can always log on to our uh, website and find any of our old episodes and future episodes at the hate journals at gmail.com we love you guys and we will see you next week love you guys bye, bye.